want us to lift up our voice and begin to worship the King of Kings. Let's begin to give him praise. Let's give him honor. Let's give him adoration for the love for his loving kindness unto us. I want us to lift up our voice unto him this morning. Let's thank him for our family. Let's thank him for peace in our nation. Father, we say be glorified and be exalted in the name of Jesus for keeping us alive to see this beautiful day. Glory and honor be unto your name. Adoration be unto your name. I want us to lift up our voice unto God and say, My Father, I'm here again at your presence this morning. Lord, be merciful unto me. Let's begin to ask for his mercy this morning. Lord, be merciful unto us. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, open the windows of heaven unto us this morning. And let there be a pony of your grace. Let there be a pony of your power. In the name of Jesus, let's cry unto him for mercy in the journey of today. Lord, be merciful unto us in the journey of today. In the name of Jesus, I want us to begin to plead the blood. Let's begin to plead the blood of Jesus over our family. Let's begin to plead the blood of Jesus over our journey of today. Let's begin to cancel every activities of the enemies in our lives by the power of the blood. In the name of Jesus, by the power and the blood in the blood of Jesus, we cancel every agendas of the wicked. In the name of Jesus, by the power and the blood, we cancel every negative dreams of the night. In the name of Jesus, Lord, let your blood speak better things for us in the journey of today. In the name of Jesus, we redeem today by the power and the blood. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, mark us with the blood of Jesus for protection and for preservation. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Almighty Father, we thank you, we give you praise for what you have done and for what you intend to do for us this morning. Lord, we say be glorified and be exalted. In the name of Jesus, as we go into your word on this special occasion of our Mother's Day, Holy Spirit, come and teach us. Guide us in the name of Jesus and have your way in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout hallelujah. I want to say a happy Mother's Day to all our mothers, all our sisters. I pray that the Lord will continue to uphold you. In the name of Jesus, on this special occasion of yours, your glory will continue to shine. In the name of Jesus, I want to say it. On behalf of all our brothers and our fathers and our husband, uh, we want to say Happy Mother's Day to you. The Lord bless you. The Lord will continue to support you. The Lord will continue to keep you for us. In the name of Jesus. So this morning, we are going to be short in our message because we know that uh, the daddies, the, the husbands, the brothers, they're going to be taken out uh, our mothers, our you know, wives and sisters, they're going to be taking them out to give them special treats. So we're going to be rounding up very, very quickly. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Now, I want us to open our Bible to the book of Proverbs chapter 10. I had to do a change of sermon. I was prepared for something else before. And then I realized that today is the Mother's Day. And we need to honor, we need to give honor to those to those whose who honor are due for Proverbs chapter 31. Proverbs 31. I'm going to read from verse 10. I'll just read a couple of verses and then 
uh, we exhort ourselves and then pray. The Bible says, who can find a virtuous wife? Look at that. Who can find a virtuous wife? For our what is far above rubies. Now, rubies talks about special clothes that is so expensive. Very, very special material. The Bible says the price of a virtuous wife or a virtuous woman is above the price of a rubies. Look at verse 11. The heart of her husband safely trust her. So he will know he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not evil all the days of her life. She seeks wool and flax and willingly works with her hands. Very skillful woman. She is like the merchant ship. She brings her food from afar. She also rises while it is yet night. And provides food for her household. Look at that. These are qualities of a, of a virtuous wife. And a portion for her maid servant. She considers a feed and buys it. From her profit, she plants a vineyard. Look at that. She, from her profit, you know, she supports her husband. She guards herself with strength and strengthens her hand. Even when she's weak, she she, she perceives that her merchandise is good and her lamp does not go out by night. She stretches out her hands to the, to the distaff and her hands hold the spindle. She extends her hand to the poor. Yes, she reaches out her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of snow for her household. For all her household is clothed with scarlet. She makes test pastry for herself. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Her husband is known in the gates. Look at that. When he sits among the elders of the land, she makes linen garments and sells them and supplies uh, 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 sashes for merchants. For merchant. Look at verse 25 now. Strength and honor are her clothing. She shall rejoice in time to come. Let me just stop at verse 25. Very quickly this morning, I want to talk to us very briefly on what I've titled the quality of a virtuous woman. The quality. The qualities. What are the qualities? And I'm, I'm going to use the acronym woman. I will spell the woman, you know, vertically down. What you can write it W O M A N W O M A N. Woman vertically down. What? And from there, we are going to consider at least five qualities of a virtuous woman, a virtuous wife. Number one, from the word woman, spell vertically down. What? The W stand for wisdom. A you know, virtuous, virtuous wife or virtuous women, they are women with wisdom. They are, they have wisdom. They are wise. In Proverbs chapter 14, verse 1, look at what the Bible says in Proverbs 14, verse 1. The Bible says, the wise woman builds a house. A wise woman we always build. Wise women, we know them by what they build. The Bible says they build their house but foolish, pull it down with a hand. Look at that. How do we know somebody who is wise? They build. They build their house. They build their children up. 
they always build because they have wisdom. No wisdom is needed if we are going to build a house. If you look at, if you have seen different houses before, you know, some houses are beautiful. And it is because of, 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 of wisdom that was put into building it. And our homes, our family is compared to a house that is being built. And majority of the building part of our home, God has given it to our women. And that's why the Bible says, the wise woman built a house. Look at that. But the foolish pull it down with a hand. I pray that our house will not be pulled down. In the name of Jesus. And if there are storms of life that want to pull down our house, the Lord will calm those storms. In the name of Jesus. So, number one, a wise woman or a virtuous woman, they, they have wisdom. Number two, from the letter Ho. Ho stands for obedient. How do I know if a woman is virtuous or if a wife is virtuous? They are obedient to God. They are obedient to God. Look at, for example, in 2 Kings chapter 4, there was a woman, a widow, a widow woman there, you know, whose husband just died, and the Bible said the creditor came to pick up her two sons, you know, as a collateral for the loan that her husband could not pay before he died. And then the woman went to prophet Elisha, and Elisha told him, I mean, told her, what do you have in your house? The woman said, well, I only have two, I, mean, I have uh, a pot of oil, very little pot of oil, and that's all I have. And Elisha told her, that is 2 King 4, from verse 1 to 7. I don't have the time to read the whole story. Elisha said to her, you know, what you have, go and borrow empty vessels, verse 3. And don't borrow a few. Borrow many empty vessels. And then go back to your house, close the door, and begin to pour the little oils in each of the vessels you have borrowed. And the woman obeyed. That, that's talking about obedience. She obeyed the prophet. She didn't argue with the prophet because she was a virtuous woman. And from her obedience, there came a miracle. I want to tell our sisters, our mothers this morning, that if you are also going to experience the miracle of God as a virtuous woman, we need to be obedient. And the Bible says this woman, you know, by the time she followed the instruction given to her by the man of God, you know, the Bible says that she, she has a house full of oil. And she was able to sell the oil and use the money from it to pay the creditors who, are, who wanted to arrest her two uh, sons. So, number two, from the acronyms of women, O stands for what? Obedience. Even Mary, the mother of Jesus Christ. I know she was very obedient woman. Look at what she told the servant in John chapter 2, verse 5. And his mother said to the servant, whatever he says to you, do it. Because Mary herself knew that anytime she obeys what Christ tells her, there is always a miracle that follows. And not with, you know, you know, you know because those servants obey, they see the wine, the water being turned to wine. I want to tell our sisters this morning, if you want to see your water being turned to wine, obey God. Then number three, the hem from the acronym of woman stands for maturity. Although the Bible says women are weaker vessels. I don't want us to think of that as a weakness. 
When the Bible says women are compared to weaker vessels, it doesn't mean that they are, they are useless. It doesn't mean that they cannot contribute anything to their family. It doesn't mean that they cannot even advise their husband. It doesn't mean that they cannot support. No, that, that's not what it means. If, as a matter of fact, for us to know that women are strong, look, when, when, when God was looking for a companion for, for Adam in Genesis chapter 2, the Bible said God could not find anyone as a companion for Adam from among the animals until when God now, you know, bring out the, the bones from the rib of, of Adam from which he molded a woman and and God brought her unto Adam. Look at that. A companion. We are talk, when we are talking about a companion, we are talking about somebody that can give a support. So if women are not strong, God will not refer to them as a companion suitable. So I want you to know our 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 sisters, our mothers, you are not weak. You are strong. You are what? You are strong. You are strong. You are not weak. And that's why maturity is also expected from you. Maturity is also expected from you. Now, there was a woman in Second King chapter two, Second uh, King chapter sorry, Second King chapter four rather, Second King chapter. I'm talking about maturity. This woman was mature. I, I will even say that she was even more mature than her husband. Do you know when the, when the son of this woman died, and her husband was asking her, "Where are you going?" Because the woman wanted to go and let prophet Elisha know that her son has just passed. Do you know the woman wasn't crying? wasn't crying like a baby. The woman did not go to her husband and, you know, started crying and, you know, mesmerizing her husband. And when her husband asked her in Second Kings chapter 4 verse 23, look at what the woman replied to her husband. So, so he said, why are you going to him today? This is her, her husband asking, why do you want to go and see the man of God? It is neither the new moon nor the Sabbath. And she said, it is where. That is maturity. How do we know a, 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 a woman who is mature? The way they handle stress, the way they handle problem, without allowing the problem to crush them. Look at that. She could have been crying and said, oh, my head, oh, my head, oh. my son just died. She didn't do that. She was so composed. She told her husband, it is where. Although she had a dead son in, in, inside the room of Elisha. Look at that. Even when Elisha asked her in 2 Kings 4, verse 26, because this was a, a very, very, very matured woman. 2 Kings 4, verse 26. Look at what the Bible says again. When Elisha was talking to her, please run now to meet her. This is Elisha talking to, her, to his servant. And said to her, is it well with you? Is it well with your husband? Is it well with your child? And she answered, it is well. That is talking about maturity. Maturity. How do I know that a woman is virtuous? By a maturity. By the way they handle tough time. By the way they handle their difficulties. That is how, how we know if a woman is virtuous. There was another woman it mentioned in, in, in Judges. Judges chapter 3. You know, they, they, that's the mother of, uh, of, of Samson. Do you know that this woman, although she was barren, but there was a time when God sent an angel to her. The angel of God spoke, first uh, spoke with her even before speaking with her husband. That is talking about maturity. And when the angel eventually, you know, came and talked to her, the woman told the angel, he said, I would like my husband to also hear this message. 
So, and the angel said, okay, I will also talk to your husband. And when the angel showed up to the father of, uh, of, of, of Samson, the, the, you know, the father was so immature that, you know, it, it took his wife to explain some things to him. Maturity. Maturity. Then number four, from the letter or from the acronyms of women, the, the next letter is A. And A is talking about anointed. Anointed. A virtuous woman is an anointed woman. We see that example in the life of Deborah. Deborah, that is the book of Judges. Judges chapter 4. So I want our women, our, our ladies, our sisters to know that one of the signs that shows that they are virtuous is the anointing of God at work in their life. Hallelujah. I say it is the what it is the anointing of God. And I want us to know that our ladies, our, our sisters, you you can also be anointed. In fact, you need the anointing of God to do whatever God has called you to do. The anointing of God. You need the anointing of God to raise your children in, in a godly way. You need the anointing of God to even be a good wife. You need the anointing of God to, to serve in any leadership capacity that God has placed you. The anointing is another virtue you know, that shows that, uh, that a woman is a virtuous woman. That, that uh, Judges, Judges, rather, Judges chapter 4, verse 4. Look at what the Bible talks about Deborah. Deborah. Now, Deborah a prophetess, look at that, the wife of Lapidot, was judging Israel at that time. Although she was a wife, but the Bible also called her a prophetess. Prophetess are people that God anointed to be, to be a spokesman for people. So prophetess. That's talking about somebody who is anointed. I want our women to know that you are also anointed to be to be the prophetess of your house. You can, you, you know, God can speak to you about your children. God can speak to you about your husband. God can speak to you about the situation in your home. You don't need to leave that to your husband alone. You can cry to God on behalf of your husband. You can cry to God on behalf of your children. And you will see God working things out in your family. So, number two, um, number, number four, a, a virtuous woman is also an anointed woman. And then lastly, before we go and pray, another, another quality of a virtuous woman is the nature of Christ in them. The, the, the last letter, that is N, standing for the nature of Christ. Nature of Christ. And this is what husbands need to, to nourish in the life of their wives. The nature of Christ. You now Peter was speaking about this in 1 Peter chapter 3. And I want, us to, I want us to read that together as we round up before we go and pray. First Peter chapter 3, from verse 3 to 4. The Bible, the, look, at what, look at what the Bible says. First Peter chapter 3, from verse 3 to 4. I want to all, all our, uh, our wives, our sisters to read it. The Bible says, do not let your adornment be merely outward. Although it's good to look nice and to look beautiful for your husband. But more than that, more than the nice clothes, more than the jewelries, more than the good yesterday, do not let your adornment be merely outward, arranging the hair, wearing gold, or putting on fine apparel. Rather, look at where I'm going, verse 4. Rather, let it be the hidden person of the heart. Look at that. Hidden person of the heart with incorruptible beauty of a gentle and a quiet spirit, 
which is very precious in the sight of God. Look at verse 5. For in this manner, in former times, the holy women who trusted in God also adorned themselves, being submissive to their husband. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. And, 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 and look at verse 6. As Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, whose daughters you are, if you do good and are not afraid with any terror. Look at that. We are talking about, about the nature of Christ. The nature of Christ in, in, in them. That is what makes them to be virtuous. And I want to pray that this nature of Christ, the nature of submission, the, the nature of purity, the nature of gentility, the, the quiet spirit, I pray that God will continue to nourish it in them to grow more and more in the name of Jesus. And look at verse 7. Look at, look at verse 7 because, you know, we, we, we cannot only be talking about women today without also talking to the men. Look at what Peter told the men in verse 7. He said, Husbands, Likewise, dwell with them with understanding. This is the message for, for us too. That we have to dwell with our wives, with our sisters, with our mothers, with understanding. Giving honor to the wife. We have to give them honor. As to the weaker vessel. Now, this is where Peter mentioned something about weaker vessel. And I, I want to correct this. I don't want our women to think that they are weak. When Peter said we should give honor to our wife, what he's saying is that we should treat them with, with care. You know, for example, if you have like a glass cup, you don't rough, you don't handle it roughly. You 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 are gentle with it. You are you are gentle with it. You don't just rough, you don't, you don't, you don't just handle it in a rough manner because you know that it can easily break. And because of that, you are more careful. That's how God wants us to treat our mothers. That's how God wants us to treat our sister our wives with gentility, with gentility, with care, with carefulness. And as being years together of the grace of life, that your prayers may be not hindered. Do you know many men are praying today and they have not received answer to their prayers because of the way they are treating their wives. And God, each time they cry unto God for, for, you know, for anything, God keeps asking them, what have you? What are you doing to your wife? Have you? Are you taking care of your wife? Are you taking care of your wife? So I pray that God will give us understanding in the name of Jesus. Let's go and pray. We are going to be praying in the name of Jesus. The first prayer point we are going to pray is: we are going to pray for all our women that God, that God, God will we give them a mother's day, a mother's day gift more than what their husband can do for them. I want us to pray for all women that God will give them a Mother's Day gift. Those, who, those of them who are due for, for children, those of them who are due for partners, those of them who are due for one thing or the other. I want us to pray that God will begin to supply all their needs, whatever they are due for, that God will supply it to them. In the name of Jesus, I will begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for all our women, Father, Lord, we pray that you will perfect all that concerns them. In the name of Jesus, whatever they are due for, Lord, provide for them in the name of Jesus. Lord, bring to an end lack in their lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Give them a mother's this gift. More than, more than what their husband, more than what their children can give to them. Lord, give them 
a Mother's Day gift in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. I want us to take each of those points very quickly. We are going to pray for wisdom for all our women. I want us to pray that God will give them wisdom. Wisdom to build and not to pull down. You know, a wise woman will always build. They will not pull down their husband. They will not pull down their illness. They, they will always be wise in the way they, 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 they handle their relationships. I want us to pray for all our women that God will fill them with wisdom. The wisdom they need to build their home. The wisdom they need to build their, their family. That God will release upon them. Shall we begin to pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for all our women. Father, Lord, give them wisdom. The wisdom they need to build. Lord, release it unto them. Impart them with that wisdom this morning. In the name of Jesus, I come as a Judicaponia. Give them wisdom, O God. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to pray for obedience for them. That God will release upon them the spirit of obedience. Obedient. You know, there's nothing that can be achieved in disobedience. There's nothing that can be achieved in being stubborn. I say, you know what? I don't, I don't take, I don't tolerate nonsense with my husband. You, you're not going to achieve anything with that. <laughs> I want us to pray for obedience. That God will help our women to be what? To be obedient to God. Uh, to be obedient to the will of God. To be obedient to the purpose of God. Shall we begin to pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for all our women. We pray for the spirit of obedience. Let it come upon them. In the name of Jesus, let every stubborn spirit, every spirit of, I only do what I want to do. Nobody can talk to me. Nobody can change my mind. We cast out that spirit. In the name of Jesus, help them to be obedient. Obedient to your word. Obedient to your word, to your way, to your purpose. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to pray for the spirit of maturity. 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 <laughs> we are going to pray for all women that God will help them to be more mature. Especially in the way they handle difficulties. In the way they handle situations of life. In the way they handle problems and affliction. Let's begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for maturity. For all our women. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray that afflictions of life will not break them down. Suffering or any, any form of difficulty will not crush them. In the name of Jesus, we pray for maturity. Maturity in handling difficulties in the home. Lord, grant unto them. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to pray for anointing for them. The anointing they need to be a wise woman, to be a virtuous woman. The anointing they need to raise, a, to raise quality leaders. Yes, quality leaders. The anointing they need to be a good wife. I want us to pray that God will release it upon them. In the name of Jesus, let's open our mouth. Let's pray for all our women. Lord, we pray that you will anoint them afresh. In the name of Jesus, anoint them, oh God. Anoint them, anoint them with your power, with your Holy Ghost. The anointing they need to be a good wife at home. The anointing they need... To be a good mother to their children. The anointing they need to be a good wife to their husband. The anointing to, they need to, to support their husband. To support their children. Father, release it upon them. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. I want us to pray for them that the nature of Christ in them will continue to grow. The nature of Christ. 
That's the quality that God wants to mature in them. The nature of Christ. The quality of a gentle person. The nature of Christ. The quality of submission. I want us to pray for all our women. That God will pray. That God will allow the nature of Christ to, to grow in them. In the name of Jesus. Let's open our mouth. Let's open our mouth and begin to pray for them. Father, we pray for all our women. Let the nature of Christ continue to grow in them. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray for them. Maseke Pedelia Basilica Polia. The nature of Christ. Let it continue to grow in them. In the name of Jesus. The nature of submission. The nature of a gentle spirit. The nature of, 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 of humility. Let it continue to grow in them. In the name of Jesus. Perfect all that concerns them. In Jesus mighty name. We have prayed. All power belongs to you alone. All the power belongs to you alone. All power belongs to you alone. Once you have spoken, twice I have heard. And when you have spoken, it surely comes.